911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. In today's episode, I thought we could talk about some goals and how to actually achieve the things that we want to achieve, the things that we always said that we would, because this seems to be a topic that I'm seeing a lot in our police, fire, military, and families Facebook group. People who are struggling at not being able to get the things that they actually want out of this life, to, they find that like time is just passing them by and they're, they're not getting what they want. And I know this is also something that is a main focus when we work with clients at Leo Warriors. And so I thought that we can go over the easiest way to achieve your goals, which is by using something called the SMART method. Now, if you're not familiar with the SMART method, it's something that we're taught when we do our ICF accreditation, our schooling. It's something that I think a lot of different organizations now are implementing, especially the the bigger ones. And it's a, a structure. It's a strategy that can be used in order to help you to actually get some clarity around the things that you want to accomplish. And when I'm working with my clients, there's actually something that we go through and we do before we even get to the process of of creating our SMART goals. And what I ask them to do, if they're not exactly sure on what direction they want to go in, in terms of being able to move the trajectory forward, is I have them make a list of 25 different things that they want to accomplish, 25 different things that they've been telling themselves their entire lives that they will do, but they just haven't gotten done yet. And in Jarek Robbins, he's the son of Tony Robbins, in his performance school, I remember reading an article one time and he made, this is a tool that I've used, but I never put a name to it and he put a name to it and he called it the 25-5 rule. And the 25-5 rule is pretty much where we sit down and with my clients, we'll go over a list of 25 goals, 25 things that they want to accomplish in their life or in their lifetime or now, something that should have been done probably last year or the last several years ago. And sometimes we'll do this together. We'll kind of brainstorm it together. But a lot of the times I'll have them sit with that list for a week or two and then they'll bring it back to me. And the reason that Jarek Robbins calls this the 25-5 rule is because he has clients sit down in the same way that I do. And instead of having this long list of I want to do it all, we sit down and we hone in on five of the most important things that are on that list. And a lot of the times going through some questions with my clients in terms of being able to understand what the importance and the relevance is and really what what the procedure should be like from start to finish with numbering this list of 25 from one to 25 in relevance is really the easiest way to be able to limit this down to five goals that could be focused on. And the reason that I have them keep the list, the entire list, is because for our times together that we're working together, we will focus on those five big goals and they keep the list of the other 20 because then they know the other 20 things that they should not be giving any attention to whatsoever. Because if we are too focused, if we have our attention divided in too many directions, imagine dividing your attention across 25 items versus dividing your attention across only five of them, we're not going to be able to show up and to give ourselves and to give our effort in an efficient way. So by focusing on only five, sometimes these are things that are focused on on a regular daily basis. Sometimes these five things we have to create a schedule around. And what I mean by that is, let's say that one of those 
five goals is the the client wants to lose weight. Well, that's something that has to be focused on every single day, right? There's efforts and things that need to be done daily in order to focus on that goal. But accomplishing something like uh, maybe it's rebuilding a car. And again, I'm just throwing that out there as an example. Then that might not be something that is focused on every single day. But by scheduling time into the week to be able to accomplish that, slowly that item is going to be progressed. That item is going to be moved off of the list. So focusing on five items, you yourself, I would encourage you to sit down and to make your list of 25 and to hone in on the importance and the relevance and make your own list of five items that you could be focusing on. Now, what do you do with the list, right? Now that you have these five things that you know you're going to exhaust your energy towards and you have 20 things that you're going to promise yourself you are not going to mentally think about, you are not going to physically act on, you're going to take that 20 item list and you're going to set it to the side and pretend like it doesn't exist unless you need to reference it to make sure that you're not touching any of those 20 things, then you create a SMART goal process. And with that SMART goal process, we'll use the same example of the weight loss. So SMART is an acronym. It stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time-Bounded. So when it comes to specific, if somebody comes to me and one of the items on their list of five is to lose weight. Well, that's fantastic. However, the question at hand would be, okay, well, how much weight do you want to lose? Let's say this individual wants to lose 30 pounds. 30 pounds, that's an excellent and very, very specific, clear and well-defined goal, right? So you get clear on what the goal is, what the actual thing is that you want to accomplish. And once you do that, then it needs to be something that you can measure. And a lot of things might not seem like you can measure it. So we create we create an outline, a rubric on how to measure it. Let's go back to the example of rebuilding a car engine. So I don't know anything about rebuilding a car engine, but let's pretend that I asked the client what their their first step would be, the first thing that they need to accomplish or get done in is in order to rebuild that engine. And there's going to be things that need to be accomplished in a series before you can accomplish the end goal. So by breaking each of those things down, that actually makes it measurable, even though it seemed like it's Ill-measurable, especially when compared to being able to weigh ourselves on a scale and to see that actual number. And with the next SMART goal aspect, is it achievable? So sometimes people will come to me and they'll say something like they want to make a million dollars. Well, that is achievable. However, knowing that I'm going to be working with my client for three to six months only, it's not very realistic that this individual is going to be achieving a million dollar income when they only make, let's say, $80,000 a year right now. So the goal must be achievable. If that person who wanted to lose weight wanted to lose 100 pounds in three months, it's not impossible. Is it is it something that is achievable? Probably not in that given time frame. So the goal has to be something that is attainable and that you as an individual can actually achieve. Now, there's a nuance to this one, and this isn't something that a lot of people talk about, but when it comes to being achievable, sometimes it might not be that you yourself could do it on your own. Maybe for you, you're going to need to reach out to somebody else in order to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. And an, an example of this that I have worked a lot with with my clients is when it comes to divorce, right? Certainly you can get divorced. However, it's not something that you can achieve on your own. You're probably going to need to seek out external counsel. Maybe that means in the form of an attorney. Maybe that means in the form of a therapist. Maybe for you, that means in the form of having a confidant, one single friend that you can vent to on a regular basis. So 
Having something that is achievable might not just be something that's achievable for you alone. It might be something that you need to outsource or network in order to achieve it. So um, moving on to the R of the SMART goals, realistic is a goal that is something that is actually going to be applicable to you. Something that, again, going back to the million dollar in three to six month thing, it's not very realistic that that would happen. So sometimes having to alter that specific goal down a little bit and to micro it down a little bit, if you wanted to fly to the moon in the next three to six months, that's not really realistic. But if you wanted to get into aerospace and go into you know that field of study, that's probably something that's a little bit more realistic on your way to that goal if it was something that you really wanted to do. And I think the most important one of all of these when it comes to our SMART goals is time. So is is this something that is time-bounded? So a, a goal that we have that we want to achieve, it always has to have a timeline on it. And the reason why this is vital, this is super, super important, is because if we don't have the pressure of time creeping closer and closer to us as we're trying to achieve that goal, then it just becomes an excuse. So think on that for a second. If we don't have time creeping closer and closer towards us as we're trying to achieve our goal, then it just becomes an excuse. And I'm saying that because when we're not time bounded in some capacity, it allows us to just, oh, I'll do that tomorrow. I'll do that next week. But when we have our SMART goals in mind, there's actually another another letter to this acronym that I'd like to add, and it's A for accountability, because I believe that having some form of accountability when we're setting forward to accomplish any of our goals, it is really what allows us to kind of put the SMART goals on steroids. And having an accountability partner or an accountability process could be something like having your spouse be informed on what the thing is that you're trying to accomplish and letting them know that you're going to request that you do a check-in once a week. And that once a week check-in is going to look like X, Y, and Z. Maybe for you, you have the weight loss thing in mind. Having a calendar that you have posted in the kitchen where everybody could see it and you take a bright pink Sharpie or highlighter and you put an X on every single day that you've worked out and you take another color, maybe it's green, and you put an X on every day that you ate in accordance to the diet that you had set out for yourself. So accountability could be a human accountability if you're very diligent, if you're somebody that's incredibly disciplined, could be something that is in the same format of the calendar that I made mention of. So this is a process. I use it every single day myself. This is something I implement with every client that I work with. And it's something that I know if you're able to take forward in your day to day and to carry with you for your own goals, it's something that you are able to use as an incredible tool as well. So I hope you've gotten some value out of this episode. I hope that you hone in on your 25-5 rule and that you narrow down what the five things are that you want to accomplish now and that you use this smart goal process in order to actually get things done. So know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours. And if you've gotten any value out of this episode, please do me a favor, drop a review and subscribe down below.